brokerages came to visit. They decided they only do a mural. Are you interested? How much? Nice. And then so then we spent That's a few dope. Days. Yeah, you know, I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. And then so then we spent a few days, you know, negotiating um, in terms of price and mm-hmm. you know what's actually going to go on the wall and all that good stuff. Not for like four or five days of, you know, constant emails mm-hmm. and then, you know, contracts and then we got it going. But, you know, if my work wasn't of a certain level, then right. they might have picked another artist. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I just had nothing to show at all. That's dope, though. That's super dope. That's major. That's yeah. huge. Especially when corporate calls on you and they're like, I want to work with you. What is your price? That's an important moment for artists because a lot of people don't know what the value of their work is. Yeah, you know. And you need to know. What up, y'all? This is Panda AOD, and with me today is a very special guest. I'm gonna allow him to introduce himself. <laughs> uh, my name is Jamal Durr, uh, known in the artist world as JQ. Um, yeah, no visual artist. Where did JQ come from? Well, my middle name is Quayshon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> never knew. It's so. Just trying to think of like a short and sweet mm-hmm. artist name. Uh, something that people could remember. Um, I could do JD, but yeah. there's a lot of JDs out there. There are. I, I don't think I know anybody <laughs> named JQ. So yeah. I'm like that, I think that'll work. Okay, cool. <laughs> so for those of you who listen to the podcast, Jamal has been on here before. Uh, he was on here with Donnie last time, and that was around the holidays, I think, last year. But um, we wanted to bring you back because you have a lot going on, yes, a lot that yes, you want to share. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, congratulations on the mural. Because that's super dope. Um, how many murals have you done in the city so far? <clears throat> uh, so, so far, I have two under my belt. Okay. Uh, the first one was inside the Fairfield Mall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then TJ and I, we just wrapped up one at the West Side Market okay. on Germantown Street. How did you two link up on that project? So, with the, with the West Side Market, um, back in June, mm-hmm. I was invited to participate in an artist panel mm-hmm. um this was myself and like six other artists and we were um fielding questions pertaining to um art as activism mm-hmm. um and it, it was pretty cool it was a smaller uh, pretty you know intimate setting um and so one of the guys that i met there i think kb is his name um the next day at the event you know he shot me an email mm-hmm. um it was a mass email that went out to artists in the city um from citywide development um and all it said was you know like oh we're you know finalizing groups and designs for mm-hmm. you know for the murals i'm like well, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> well all right so how many um, people did they have on it because i thought it was just one mural for the fairfield um well the fairfield was a little different oh, okay um, it's part of a different project okay um this one is the one y'all did on West Dayton. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this project was called the Germantown Mural Project. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we didn't get all of the spots done, but I think we got three up um, before the cold weather. weather I was about to say, now y'all got to wait till it warm back up. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I think there's still a few more spots left to do um, that they just already have the funding for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as I'm reading this email... Um, and just the way that it was worded, I'm like, okay, this is something that has been in motion for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I went into the meeting not knowing what to expect. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they could already have their groups, they could already have their designs. Like, it could literally just be like the finishing touches, and mm-hmm. there's no room for me. Yeah. Um, 
but I felt that I should take the chance anyway. And yeah. so, I mean, there were literally just three artists, you know, including myself. Um, and um, so with the design that we did on the West Side Market, it was my idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was myself and TJ and, and one another artist who just decided she didn't want to uh, be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So then it was just us two. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how we linked. Um, we didn't... But we knew of each other prior to that. I think we had actually met in person like once. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was a really really cool experience yeah. to um, to collaborate on a project that big. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys had some uh, logos or some businesses featured on there. Did people reach out to you knowing that you were doing a mural? Did they sponsor it, or was it just more of like a show and love type of thing? Um, yeah, we did. We put our logos on there to just to sign this. So people know who we were, so they know who did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and, and while we were working, there were plenty of people coming up and asking questions. <laughs> um, and I passed out a lot of business cards while yeah. we were out there. Um, so I mean, it was cool. I mean, they showed us a lot of love for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only struggle, I guess, with with doing outdoor murals is is the weather mm-hmm. um but there were a few days um where i was just repainting yeah. stuff because the rain had, like, <laughs> washed a bunch of stuff away it was slightly mm-hmm. frustrating um but other than that i mean it, like it wasn't too different from doing an indoor mural mm-hmm. I and mean, obviously you know it's more comfortable mm-hmm. um no elements mm-hmm. um and then just you know doing that one at the mall um just different kind of crowd you know yeah. that, out in beaver creek versus mm-hmm. you know west side of dayton but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was cool um it was like being able to engage with the spectators it was it was one of the more appealing aspects of it and also uh, one of the um i would say I guess I would say frustrating, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. one of the more frustrating aspects of it. Because on the one hand, like you, like you want that, you want people to enjoy what you're mm-hmm. doing. Um, and it's cool seeing people get excited, especially the youth. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, uh, well, for one, <clears throat> there is a heightened sense of vulnerability mm-hmm. when you're doing art in public. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because you know all your mistakes are mm-hmm. just out there for people to see. Mm-hmm. Um, versus, you know, just when you work at home and you finish a piece, you can post what you want. Yeah. You know, nobody ever <laughs> has to, you know, know what you've done wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that took some getting used to. Mm. But in the end, you know, just watching it all come to life and seeing the vision come together was, was pretty awesome. Well, the last big project of 2019 is to get merchandise off the ground. That's um, the project. <laughs> I've been trying. I'll be on and off. <laughs> Um, I do have a website being put together mm-hmm. right now. Ideally, I would have launched yesterday, Black Friday, but uh, a lot of the, the the goals just weren't quite adding up to make that happen on time. So, mm-hmm. tentatively, December the 9th. Okay. So about a, about a week is when okay. I would like to <laughs> make the official launch with some limited run apparel. Ultimately, it's an extension of the craft of the mm-hmm. art. It's giving people another way to support what I do, uh, and, and and just build the brand. Yeah. Um, so it's been a lot of time put into it as far as just you know, if, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna make sure I'm doing it right. Mm-hmm. You know, the garments are gonna be top quality. Um. You know everything down to the to the packaging. 
and you know fair profit margins yeah um all that good stuff so yeah i got some ways to go so this is all stuff i'm soaking in right now (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i've been on my merch probably for about mm, maybe two years now like solid and i've just like even when I change my logo up, I'm still leery because I like the old design. And then I'd be like, should I keep it? And then I already push an idea of a new logo. So I'm just trying to really sit in it and just figure out what I want to do. Because there's yeah. so much that goes into it. And price point is another thing. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I'm considering margins. a lot of things. Yeah, profit margins are huge. And then with, I think the way to get ahead um, at this point in time with merch is to just, it's, it's, it's the actual designs that you're putting on there because like a lot of people they they aren't really pushing artwork on their merch they aren't really pushing designs and so that's one thing that i'm keying in on and of course i'll have my logo drops too but Mm -hmm. i really want to push the craft i want to push the art because that's you know it's it's so much more of an individual thing like nobody else can can create what i can create Mm -hmm. and and that's what we want to push yeah so you being a kanye west fan <laughs> how do you feel about jesus is king how do you have you listened to the album <clears throat> i have i mean i i like it um, i like it <laughs> I, think my favorite, I think the song i listen to the most probably use use this gospel yeah i love that one um on god that's a good one um jesus is lord is so good but it's so short yeah um but, but overall it's cool my favorite song is water I love that yeah, song. Yeah, cool too. I love it. I just love the idea of it too, because I'm always about like just water. Like it sounds weird, <laughs> but like Shonda meaning moon in Hindu, and then the moon being connected to the tide. Like I've always just been into like that right, stuff right. in general. So water to me, it just kind of touched me because it talks about just how humans are water and we are pure like if you have pure intentions basically right. <laughs> saying you have nothing to hide yeah. and then the line that says crash like water that's just my stuff because water is fluid and it's pure but it also crashes so you will have those moments so that's why i like water um what was the other one that you said use this gospel on use this gospel love it love the hook just yeah. love the hook it's very honest his voice sounds really honest and very vulnerable so mm-hmm. those are my two favorites but the whole album is good and i'm mm-hmm. not a kanye i haven't been a kanye fan <laughs> i'm not gonna bash kanye because i do see the growth right. i think i just was like not feeling him for a while just because of his actions and his music some of his music just wasn't touching me like i wasn't getting moved by it right. um but i will say that him starting out where he started and where he is now is just a full kind of like 360 like he's always been about his faith but then he had his moments where he was going into the industry and he was experiencing different things Mm -hmm. and now he's just claiming his faith again so you can't be mad at it right can't be mad at all and then well two quick points one you know when you look at kanye's discography i love that every album is so different (laughs) yeah i love that yeah um (laughs) Like you know, a lot of times people say, "Oh, I want the old Kanye. I want you know, uh, college dropout, yay, or late registration, yay, or graduation, yay." And so you know, those were all cool. I love all those albums. I love, I love everything he's done. Mm-hmm. But I just from from an artistic, just creative standpoint, mm-hmm. how everything is just so different. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. You know how like you know, eight oh eights doesn't sound like Jesus, mm-hmm. but they. They work so well. Yeah, I probably dropped off after Life of Pablo. 
Yeah, and that was such a good. Was, <laughs> That's what a lot of people yeah, said. They was yeah. like, "This that album was good." I'm like, uh, I just, <clears throat> I just kind of fell off, and then I didn't look back. It's hard for me to reengage when I disengage. Um, the only reason why I listened to Jesus is King is because I was invited to a forum that was talking about mm. Kanye and Jesus and Jesus is King and people finding their faith again or people confessing to their faith, and it was a good discussion. Like I was so happy I went, but I had to listen to the album to be able to talk to it. So that's why I went yeah. in the first place. And just keeping with with the same theme of, of energy, mm-hmm. like it, it it amazes me how many people have written this man off and will bash him and bash him and bash him until the cows come home mm-hmm. but you still listen to his music like, yeah. but, you, but you're still listening <laughs> yeah. you know just to have something to say to say about him but it's like if you if you really want this man to fall from grace if mm-hmm. you really want this man to no longer you know have this influence that he has mm-hmm. stop giving it to him yeah <laughs> like whether it's yeah. whether, whether you're, just, you're, you're, you're you're giving him praise or giving him ridicule you are giving this man your energy you are talking about this man and you know so now everybody else is oh man what's all the, what's all this commotion about yeah. I mean, listen, now I gotta listen to the album see what they're talking about you mm-hmm. know and it's just like I don't give energy to things that I don't agree with or things yeah. that I just don't vibe with yeah. I will tune it out and go yeah. on about my day <laughs> but it is so hard for people to turn and look the other way <laughs> That's how I am too, though. Like, but it's that is a challenge within itself because you begin to be so, like, you begin to compartmentalize so many things that you start to isolate yourself in a way. But it's just it has to happen. It's a necessary thing. So, like for me, I always um, I find myself cutting people off, or I find myself just tuning things out, like you said. And then sometimes I feel like I be taking myself away from things as far as like, man, like I'm I'm bored, but. I could have did something <laughs> if I didn't like cut everybody off, but I just think it's necessary. Um, I, I balance between being open to people and new friendships and things like that mm-hmm. and being closed off because I think people in general with society, it's hard for us to socialize like we used to. Mm-hmm. So I'll go into a room and leave feeling like so <laughs> discombobulated, like what happened? Like, why do I feel this way? I guess I'm just on the journey of just deciding, uh, constantly deciding like what to engage in and what not to engage in yeah um that's that's a journey that i'm on so really prior to to this year mm-hmm. i've been under a rock um <laughs> and just keeping my head down and creating and you know utilizing social media to mm-hmm. my advantage and making moves on there mm-hmm. but not really engaging with the community not really engaging with local artists i'm probably just letting opportunities pass me by in the process mm-hmm. But you know, just focusing on myself and, and my goals and things that I mm-hmm. that I wanted to do. And see you later, baby. Um, see ya. Okay, sir. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. And you know, just, you know, being a parent, you know, that takes up a lot of time as well. Um, and a lot of times, so the only thing that justifies me being away from them is working. Mm-hmm. So I'm usually just doing one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> um, but That's very interesting as far as being a parent. And working and being a creative. <laughs> Listen, let's talk about that for a second. Now, I, we talked about that a little bit last time, and the conversation was that being a parent is work, being a creative is work, and then you also have your regular job. Yeah. So, well, first of all, I don't, I don't think I have any other friends who are creatives who are parents. Mm, really? Yeah. I don't think that I is interesting. I don't have a single <laughs> one. It baffles me sometimes. 
you know, when I feel like I'm putting out more work than them, mm-hmm. because I feel like they have more time. Mm-hmm. But maybe because they have more time, they, they <laughs> give themselves, a, you know, more time a, a to lot, rest or yeah. chill. Um, you know, whereas with me, you know, I feel like every moment counts. Mm-hmm. I said, if I don't have my kids, okay, I need to be working. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, um, it, it spreads me thin mm-hmm. for sure. Um, you know, to 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 go work a day job, eight nine hours a day, mm-hmm. and then come home and just take whatever you know energy and focus I have left mm-hmm. to try to create mm-hmm. um, and get as much done as I can before it's time just you know to be with the kids yeah. because when I have them you know it's that's quality time I'm not creating anything at yeah. all it presents a struggle for me in terms of finding time for myself and just trying to you know just realign my thoughts mm-hmm. and, and be at peace mm-hmm. and you know just set goals and you know just keep pushing all of this forward mm-hmm. but having children I think it just I don't know it, it keeps a constant fire lit under me mm-hmm. because I want so badly to you know it, I, want, I want so badly to influence them in a, in a positive way um, like, like like where I'm at now in my journey as, as an artist as a creator it's it's bigger than me mm-hmm. um, you know so it's, it's not only it's not only for me, you know, just, just understanding and realizing how I'm able to influence people mm-hmm. and inspire people and, and motivate people, um, you know, including my children. Mm-hmm. Like, my my merch line that I'm coming out with, it's, it's called Loud. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's, it's spelled L-O-W-D. Okay. And it's an acronym for living our wildest dreams. Okay, I like that. And, thank, you, thank you. Okay. And, and that is... That is the message that I want to push, not only for myself. I mean, it starts, it starts with me, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I kind of have to be the example. And that's how I want to influence others, and that's how I want to influence my children. Mm-hmm. So that when they you know, come of age, you know, if, if they want to pursue the arts or just whatever, mm-hmm. that, number one, they feel confident enough to take the chances they need to take and do it. Mm-hmm. But that they have somebody there who has walked that path mm-hmm. and can help guide them, yeah. provide resources, advice, whatever. You because just gave me a fire idea. <laughs> just talking to you, I'm so excited. Ah, gotta write it down. Yeah, and so that's so that's something that's just major for 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 me is I want so I, I just want them to see me in a certain way. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. Are um, you to the point now where it's like? You can't go to, like, you wouldn't be able to go to sleep if you didn't do what you love. To the point where it's like, now it's not really, a, it's not about the money. Because whether you get the money or not, you wouldn't be able to move forward without doing the things that you love. Yeah, going, you know, days without creating, it it gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, just, you know, ha- or just having ideas that I either am struggling to manifest physically or that are just on hold because I have commission work or whatever. Like I haven't done any, any personal projects since like June or July. Yeah. You know, just with, with the murals and just in a couple other commission jobs that have worked their way in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm anxious to get back to that. Yeah. Like after the merch drops, it's on. Yeah. But um, when people, you know, ask me about my journey and mm-hmm. what it took to get to this point, but the way I break it down to people, it's like, yeah, I've been drawing and things all my life. Mm-hmm. But I... I say I've been an artist for almost four years now, mm-hmm. just in terms of trying to pursue it full time and mm-hmm. turn a profit doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that was bred out of a place 
of survival. Mm -hmm. You know, backs against the wall mm -hmm. um, at one of the lowest points in my life, and I have to do something mm -hmm. because I know the potential that I have. I know the gifts that I have. I'm like this. I'm better than this. Yeah. And you know, one day I said to myself, back in 2016, you know, I said to myself, you know, if, if I'm gonna make, if I'm gonna be somebody, mm -hmm. if I'm going to live up to my potential, it's gonna start with the craft. Yeah. And it took, you know, about three and a half years of just keeping my head down and working and just trying to get better mm -hmm. before I, you know, landed some opportunities that have now allowed me to stop working as much at my day job mm -hmm. and slowly start to transition yeah. into doing art full time. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people that it starts with, with the craft. Yeah. Um, so go practice, go put your 10,000 hours in. Mm -hmm. Now for anybody that's not familiar with, with the concept, you know, in theory, if you practice something for 10,000 hours, by that point you will have mastered it. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so that's something that I say to my friends, you know, if they FaceTime me and call me, like, hey, you know, so Jamal, what you working on? Hey, you know, I'm putting my 10,000 hours in. Mm -hmm. I'm working. I wonder how many I done put in AOD <laughs> <laughs> with the podcasting. It's definitely moving, so I'm not mad at all, but, um, I just been like when I first started, it was more of an authentic journey. So just diving in and just doing yeah. it, and now it's getting to the point where it's becoming more structured and just more pur purposeful. So I have a brand manager now. I have the website being built out. I have a lot of stuff going on. Um, but one thing that I do appreciate is that people do appreciate the platform in all of its forms. Like they mm -hmm. loved it from the beginning. They're loving it more now, and they're excited to see the structure of it being built out. So. I'm going to keep yeah. going. Hopefully, I get on somebody's platform. Like, I'm on one of these uh, <laughs> breakfast clubs. They might need a new Angela Yee because right. she over here talking about leaving. But um, I definitely, I think by the time big opportunities start to come, I'll have the decision to be like, do I want to do that or do I want to just keep doing my own stuff? Because I feel like it's going to get to that point. Right. But the same with you. When I wake up, I got to do it. Like, if I have an interview coming or if I know there's somebody I want to interview, I have to interview them. Right. So it's one of those things where the money will come, but mm -hmm. I'm going to do it regardless. Right. And that's and that's that's one thing that tends to separate a, a lot of people. I mean, granted, you have your people that, that, you know, they they luck up with their cosigns mm -hmm. or whatever <laughs> and, and, and things take off for yeah. them. But it's the joy and the passion mm -hmm. um like you know somebody recently asked me you know what's one thing i love about myself i, I love that i have something i'm passionate about mm -hmm. because in that passion i have found purpose yeah and you know i i love what i do so much that you like you don't you don't have to pay me anything to do it mm -hmm. you know like if i had no projects on the table at all right now mm -hmm. i'll still go home and create yeah you know just because it's just what I do. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a part of my identity now at this point, for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but you got to have that. And, and it also just ties into the energy. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's uh, uh, putting, you know, a, a podcast interview or some merchandise you're rolling out or a painting that I'm doing, mm -hmm. an event I'm putting together, we're going to feel that energy. Yeah. We are going to feel it. And if it's, and if it's right... It's gonna suck people right in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know who made this, but this is too fire. I yeah. gotta get it. Or, yeah. Man, they talking about what? You know, that, that's, that's that's a dope topic. I mm -hmm. gotta listen to that. Yeah, that's how you it was know. with the Jesus is King situation. I was like, I gotta go. Like the flyer was on point. The dude who does it, 
he's so authentic in that, like talking about faith and he raps and he raps about faith. So it was just like it all aligns where it's like, yeah, I want to go to that. I know that he really puts time into his forums and it made me want to open up the door to do stuff where it's more of a discussion around these type of things instead of being like, all right, Kanye crazy or, you know, Kanye is going back to his Christian faith now. <laughs> is he really doing it or is he, is he not? Instead of having those conversations and just creating a chatter around this person without really following up and having a really um, detailed dialogue right. with with varying opinions, right. then it makes no sense for me anymore. Right, and, and the thing about that, because you know, people love to debate on social media, mm-hmm. and it's, I mean, oftentimes the way it's, it's constructed, the, the these conversations, it's, it's borderline sickening. Yeah. I can't stand it. <laughs> but like, so I had, a, I had a teacher break this down for me a few years ago. Um, and we went back to the root of a debate mm-hmm. uh, or, or, or an argument, if mm-hmm. you will. You know, and this is something that was created, you know, by the you know the greatest philosophers ever. You know, Plato, Socrates, Aristotle. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, just people just you know bouncing these ideas around. And so, generally speaking, um, I think the connotation for you know uh, the the purpose of, of an argument. Mm-hmm is to win mm-hmm. right you know i'm right you're wrong yeah you know get over it mm-hmm. right but that's not the purpose of an argument or right debate. the purpose is to seek common ground yeah from two opposing perspectives mm-hmm. you know and, and and at the end of said debate argument discussion whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. you know you don't necessarily have to Agree mm-hmm. with the other side, the other perspective, but you should come away with a better understanding of why they feel the way that they do. Yeah, exactly. And that's something that I mean, it can be done respectfully. It can be done, you know, with, with healthy dialogue. But, but yeah, like the way it's done on social media, it's like I said, it's it's, it's disgusting to me. <laughs> you know, the, you know, like the, the lack of comprehension skills. It, that's probably the main thing. You know, yeah. People will say something and then a viewer will take it the wrong way and then now they're spewing their ideas and things and mm-hmm. now people, you know, people are shouting back and forth and it's just like it's, it's unnecessary. Like yeah. go get a job, yeah. a hobby, something, yeah. please, <laughs> you know, like nah, find something better to do. Mm-hmm. So with everything going on as far as like you building your brand consistently, like putting out pieces or doing collaborations. Do you feel like the atmosphere for the art culture in Dayton is growing? Do you feel like the opportunity <laughs> is growing? What do you feel about that? So for 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 Dayton, I do I, I do feel like it's growing. I do feel like there is a very strong presence from young artists, from young black mm-hmm. artists um, that are really pushing to shift the paradigm. Mm-hmm in the Dayton area um like you look at yeah you have Dana yeah. who she does you know the, the, the scripted in black mm-hmm. stuff um you have Eric or well, Rick Sexton <laughs> that, you know doing doing his thing yeah um and, and they you know people like them are they're 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 doing art but they're presenting it in different ways Leroy with the Baldwin Cafe uh, yeah, and yeah, his yeah. collective Leroy with people and, and Mariah. Mariah Johnson mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know that that spoken word more mm-hmm. so again, just like different forms of art that are all mm-hmm. rising all at once. And then yeah. you have people like my, like myself and TJ, 
Dave um, Scott. And, and, and Dave, um, but, you know, just visual artists mm -hmm. and, and, well, now muralists. Yeah. Um, you know, like, people will know our names. People mm -hmm. will know what we've done. Mm -hmm. And so, like, this generation of 20-somethings, of, of it's, it's it's pretty powerful. It is, man. I'm excited for it. Like, yeah. even in Columbus, it's big, but I like to make sure I stay coming back to Dayton as well because this is where I'm from, and it's yeah. still Ohio. It's a hop away from Columbus. Right. And then Cincinnati as well, they're doing big things, and it is a lot of young black artists, which is super dope. I think when we think back to the past, that's how revolution started was through the arts, whether mm -hmm. it be through music, like with jazz music, or right. through... Um, <laughs> I don't know, radical ideas, but it's always been a form of expression and right. not the traditional expression that's taught. So right. I think that for us to be able to express ourselves so much openly is different from back then because the laws have changed. Right. Even though there's still laws that we're under, the laws have changed as far as like just for black people to have more room in spaces that we didn't have room in. And now we're to the point where it's like, it's not a black and white conversation. It's a I want to do what I love for the rest of my life conversation right. and I need y'all to pay me for it. So right. it's even bigger, even a uh, even bigger conversation that still has those same, um, I guess, important factors of, you know, no discrimination and mm -hmm. not um, having gender stipulations and things like that. But the right. main thing is being able to be respected in your space no matter if you're male female white black whatever just being a master at what you're doing and getting that respect for it right. i think with dayton the only thing that kind of slows that down is the the presence of capital in those areas in those fields yeah yeah for sure um but i think i mean even just just from what i've seen so on social media and the, and the opportunities that, that have come my way mm -hmm. it's definitely starting to change mm -hmm. because with our successes you know it's starting to put us in different rooms mm -hmm. you know with people mm -hmm. that have the capital or have the funding mm -hmm. you know to support what we do mm -hmm. that we can then turn around and you know invest in ourselves invest in our community invest mm -hmm. in our people and build it all up together yeah well so one of my biggest goals um that i had last year for 2019 was to increase my income five times the amount yeah, that I, I made last saying. year. And so last year I made $4,000 off my art, mm -hmm. which was cool. You know, just me, you know, kind yeah. of take, just kind of taking things as <laughs> they good. come or whatever. Yeah. You know, at the end, I tally it up. I'm like, all right, that's yeah. really pretty cool. <laughs> and so coming into 2019, I said, okay, I want to scale it up five times that amount. Mm -hmm. I want to make 20000 this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I, even, I even recorded a video got myself on video saying this just to hold myself accountable mm -hmm. and coming into the year i didn't know how i was going to do it mm -hmm. i just knew i was going to do it i <laughs> yeah. just knew i wanted to do it yeah and honestly i mean things were pretty slow the first you know three four months and then boom crazy things, you know, things just took off mm -hmm. and um and i'm right there yeah i mean that's I'll, huge you know, and that by, is huge you know, by the end of the year i'll hit it for sure that especially once huge. the merch drops yeah and so heading into next year, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of a risk taker. So I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, let's get it up five <laughs> times again. So, okay. So my goal for 2020 is to make $100,000. Here okay. I am. Here I am. Right. Like, on a recording. <laughs> Y'all heard it first. You know, that that's my goal for 2020. I want to I'm make, here for it. I want you to do you that. Know, and 
And so, like I said, coming into this year, I didn't know how I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. But now, going into next year, you know, having murals under my belt and mm-hmm. having merch under my belt, and mm-hmm. just you know, with the, with the brand constantly growing, I have a plan now. Yeah. And I mean, if I don't hit it, I mean, it's cool. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, like, 80s cool. You know. Right. 75 is cool. Right. You know, but that's big though. <laughs> I hope you get it for real, just for even saying that. I mean, it's it, 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 it's awesome, right? Mm-hmm. You know, just for people to to recognize you for what you do. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it, it's it's humbling for me because and like like the people that have been around on this journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, oftentimes I get so caught up in what I'm doing right now that I forget where I was yeah. you know, in 2016. Mm-hmm. But there are people I have people around me that will remind me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I remember you were just doing this and this. Yeah. Or I remember you were just talking about doing mm-hmm. this and now you're doing yeah. it. And mm-hmm. I just I, I, mean, I, I could just cry. Yeah, you know, just thinking about the progress, thinking mm-hmm. about the journey, and. And just in terms of of, of the footprint and, and the recognition, um, even like so, so just here in, in Dayton. I mean, I've been here a good chunk of time now, mm-hmm. but like I'm not from here. Yeah. You know, so I don't have like like my family's not here. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I have like a bunch of, like long time friends mm-hmm. here. Um, so like anybody who really who really knows Jamal mm-hmm. at this point in Dayton <laughs> area, you know me for the craft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that. It's just huge to me. That is huge. You know. That is. That's how I feel in Columbus, I think. Like, in Dayton, it's different. Like, some people know what I do in Dayton, and some people don't. I mean, I think everybody knows what I do, but they're not really, like, they don't know me moving around the city. Right. In Columbus, they do. So, like, in Columbus, that's who I am. I'm Shonda. I'm the podcaster. I'm AOD. Like, when I go out to events, they shout out AOD. So, it's super dope. But I come to Dayton, and I go out. They're not going to shout out AOD. They might shout me out, or they might just say, what's up? But Mm -hmm. it's just different when you live somewhere where you're known for that, like, and nothing else. So, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that in itself is, is humbling. Like, it, it just speaks to the work. Yeah. It, it speaks to the way the brand is being built up. Mm-hmm. And because it's all positive things. Mm-hmm. You know, and for anybody to, you know, when, when you speak about artists or muralists in the area, you mentioned my name, like, that, like that's major to me. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime I get tagged in something, I'm like, sometimes people I don't even know. Like, when I work at Mammy Fade Hospital, you know, mm-hmm. big hospital, a lot of people there. And mm-hmm. so one day I'm working and some lady comes up to me and she's like, you know, I saw your mural at the mall. I, I thought it was great. It was awesome. <laughs> I had no idea who this woman was. Yeah. But I'm just like, you know, thank you. I you know, yeah. appreciate you. you know, it's <laughs> stuff like that. It's just, you know, to have to have a, a reputation that precedes you in a in a positive light. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, it, it, it's, it's, it's humbling. And those murals are important work because the city looks more attractive with that up. Like when I drive down um, on third and I see the Paul Lawrence Dunbar mm-hmm. area, Wright Brothers murals, I love it. Like, and it's the the neighborhood I grew up in. So like West mm-hmm. Dayton, seeing it, it makes you feel a little bit more like you coming home to something. Like, cause we had murals growing up and there were parts of the town that looked nicer or whatever, but over time it just gets neglected. And then slowly you see the paint chips or whatever. Right. So seeing the new paint go up and seeing that people are still taking care of like putting that extra touch on the city, that expression and letting people know that there's people here that are like living, not just existing. Right. It's something that I love about the day in art scene. And I think um, there's artists who've been doing art here for a long time, like Bing Davis, who has mm-hmm. just been in the city and he's just known for art it, you don't know nothing else about this man you know that he do art but he also does programs where he works with kids and does art camps and things like that so mm-hmm. it's just beautiful to for art to get the recognition of being something positive for a city because if you don't mm-hmm. have art and they say that in columbus all the time like 
if you don't have art, then you don't really have a city. So yeah, I, I can agree with that for yeah. sure. I mean, it's like artists. We, I mean, we're storytellers. We're we're, we're entertainers. We are, you know, we 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 mark history. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a big one. Cause I'm a history yeah. nerd. Like yeah. I love. I mean, like I like I don't really do any like like politically driven work mm-hmm. but even something just like you know, like little comic strips mm-hmm. you know like that's like that's important yeah you know, to be able to look at one and, and and you know like what time period that's mm-hmm. from yeah you know like that's that, that's major one thing that's that tends to be you know overlooked with the arts or just with creating in general is the critical thinking aspect of mm-hmm. it. You know, when when you are forced to think outside of the box. You know, when you think that everything's been thought of, <laughs> yeah. everything's mm-hmm. been done, and you mm-hmm. gotta go a step further. Mm-hmm. Like 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 uh, what I said earlier. You know, if I you know, if, if I have if you give me a, a premise or a subject, you know, like the first two three ideas I think of are probably the same two three ideas that anybody can think of. Mm-hmm. You know, but if I can stretch a little further, you know, yeah. get ten ideas, twenty yeah. ideas, fifty ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, and just really push, you know, my brain to just really, you know, let's say, think outside of the box and just mm-hmm. go, just go a little further. You know, mm-hmm. and just keep turning over stones, and then you know that's when you can really, that that, that that's where the magic happens. So I, I just, you know, I recently took a trip to New York City, mm-hmm. um, which is where I went to college. I went right. To I was almost gonna go there. Um, yeah, I meant to bring dope. it up. I had to make sure I didn't forget. That's but a dope college. <laughs> so my my friend that I was staying with, his name is Anthony. Which he, I met him there, but he's mm-hmm. from Toledo. Mm-hmm. A super, super cool guy. Um, but so he's a creative himself, mm-hmm. and he was able to, you know, bang it out all four years, get his degree, mm-hmm. and he's been living in New York City all this time mm-hmm. ever since. And you know, for me, you know, something that's always had in the back of my mind was like I, I just felt like I needed to get back there. Mm-hmm. I, need, I needed to get back to New York City. You know, if I was going to be successful in what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. So then I, I fly out there and I'm out there with with Anthony and his friends, his colleagues, and we went to this big old Comic Con at Pratt. Um, <laughs> so just a bunch more creatives, you know, mm-hmm. you know, showing you know the best of what they have to offer, and just in terms of sheer production, mm-hmm. I'm I mean I'm I'm right there yeah. with a lot of them, mm-hmm. but I'm also past a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Like even like even my my dude Anthony, because um, I I mentioned. To him, I'm like, you know, why don't you go ahead and you know pop in one of these comic cons? Like, this mm-hmm. is what you do, right? And he's like, you know, I'm like, yeah, I could, but you know, <laughs> but you have to, sh- you have to be able to show them your work. You have mm-hmm. to be able to show them enough tangible stuff to, you know, mm-hmm. so that they know that this is what that you're really doing this yeah. you know, for you to be able to get a table. Um, and so even if he wanted to, he couldn't. Mm-hmm. And that, and that, and that's not not to him. Like he's he's still creating. Mm-hmm. He's just doing it in other ways, whether it be music mm-hmm. or you know freelance work or, yeah. or, or whatever. Because you know, he, he he does a lot, mm-hmm. but. You know, and then we had the conversation where he was like, he, he was like, I'm ready to leave. He said, I'm ready. Like, I think my time here in New York City is done. Mm. <clears throat> he doesn't know where he wants to go. He just knows he wants to leave. And then, so while we were at the Comic-Con, they were doing some artist panel discussions. Mm-hmm. And so we go sit in on one of them. It's like 15 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And one of the artists who was speaking was from Mexico City. Mm-hmm. And he said that, you know, eventually he found his way to New York, um, you know, with the same mindset, like, oh, I'm going to do it, I need to be here. And so he's, he, he's, he's in the city, he's mingling, he's networking with other creatives, you know, and he's, he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. But he said that he couldn't really focus on creating 
because he was kind of, he was always in survival mode. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just because the cost of living was too mm-hmm. high, um, so he couldn't really focus. So mm-hmm. he said it wasn't until he went back home to Mexico City where he could really start to flourish mm-hmm. as a creative. Mm-hmm. And I looked right at Anthony and I said, <laughs> "I said that's your validation right there. Mm-hmm. If you want to go, go, and don't feel bad about it." Mm-hmm. And it was also validation for, for me you too, that you did what you had to do. You know that uh, you know it it, it it cleared my conscience to just be like, "Okay, I don't I don't have to be here." I was gonna say, "Do you still feel like you want to go back to New York, or now are you like I'm good?" <laughs> I mean, I mean it would be kind of cool, but. Yeah. It, but anything that I'm that I'm gonna do or continue doing is gonna happen right here in Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. I mean, for all intents and purposes, this is home. Mm-hmm. You know, this for for my, for my kids, this is their home. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna leave them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know, I mean, social media, you know, allows me to reach out wherever I need to reach out at. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, traveling is always an option that's at my disposal. And mm-hmm. now that I've you know, filed an LLC and can operate as a business, you know, tax write off after tax write off. Right. <laughs> um, be yeah, so I'm gonna do it and just keep doing what I've been doing, and I'm gonna do it from right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I so said, my, my conscience is so clear now. It's so yeah, clear. you seem like you like real balanced right now, <sighs> yeah. and you seem like you connect to a lot of things as far as like karma and like just energy, like just the way you talk. It's like you are someone who you believe in signs and validation through things like what you describe with your friend, yeah. And I and and, and it's important because. Um, I mean, I mean, like, like you just said, you know, for somebody who's in my position, a young black artist in Dayton, Ohio, who's also a parent, you know, from I'm Ohio, just whatever, and, and just some of the, you know, the experiences that I've had, you know, it's a pretty unique situation, mm-hmm. you know, you know, so unique to the point that for a lot of the you know, advice or guidance that I feel like I need, mm-hmm. I don't really have people around to reach out to, mm-hmm. and so you kind of got to find it. In, in other ways mm-hmm. and so you gotta, you gotta listen for the signs mm-hmm. and pay attention to your gut yeah and make sure you, you know your um that your goals are making sense yeah and the people that are around you that, that it makes sense mm-hmm. um <clears throat> i mean i i mean i would love to just be able to call somebody you know when i had certain questions about things mm-hmm. and, I, and i can't mm-hmm you know, and like I said, you know, just with, with with me feeling like the whole situation is just bigger than me already. Like I want to be that for my kids. Yeah. Because <clears throat> because when you when you have to go about it the way that I'm going about it, you may or may not find those signs that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so like whatever just can make it easier on them, or just make it easier on anybody else who mm-hmm. wants to walk this path as as a creative. I mean, I'm very transparent with anybody who helps my messages mm-hmm. with, any, with any questions or advice. Mm-hmm. I don't even you know whether it's you know what kind of supplies I'm using, or you know how like how did you get that? How did you land that new opportunity? Mm-hmm. Or how did you learn how to do this or whatever? I'm very transparent. Yeah. Um, because you know, I mean, like, like I said, it all, it all just goes back to the message you know living our wildest dreams mm. i feel like it's, it's, it's i love that i'm ready i'm ready for layout <laughs> i definitely think it's important too something that you were talking about as far as having that work to prove when you want to step up to the plate and like get a table at comic-con or yep. something like that because even with jobs like for people who are creatives and you still are looking for employment in the creative sector like for me for instance being in marketing Anything I apply to or anything I reach out to anyone about, they want to see your work. Like, they want to see what campaigns have you done? What does your artwork look like? 
How do you, what systems do you know how to use? Um, so, so of course, you know, like, like, like we have our visions for, for our brands, for mm-hmm. our business. It's clear as day, mm-hmm, yeah. right? <laughs> but to be able to communicate it to someone else in a way where they can also see the vision as mm-hmm. clearly as you do. Mm-hmm. There's so much power in that. It is. So much power. Like, like if you get somebody else excited about your brand. It's the best feeling are, ever. <laughs> it, it makes everything so much easier mm-hmm. because you know they're in it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. I want loud to grow into something that people just look at and think is dope. Yeah. Like they don't even have to know it's me. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd rather you not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? I'd rather be low-key. Yeah. yeah that's, that's definitely the way to do it um i got one more question for you you could choose to ask answer it or not because <laughs> i'm starting to get into my interview bag so you know i gotta throw those questions in there but what is your dating life like are you dating <laughs> <laughs> my dating life um what no, I'm just kidding. I, i've i've gotten to a point now where I feel like I can break away from what from what I'm doing mm-hmm. and have time and energy for a potential somebody. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean you know. how do you feel the atmosphere is for dating, like for our our age group and like for the crowd you run in? How do you feel the atmosphere is? It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving the fact that you even answered the question. So I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't feel like I, I'm I'm ready, you know. And I, and I feel you know, there's some, you know, there's some, there's some there, there may or may not be something brewing. Okay. You know, but for the, I mean, I, 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 I can talk like an hour about this, but yeah. so, so, but for me, you know, just with working a day job and mm-hmm. and and doing what I do as a creator and with the kids and like trying to find time for myself mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like. I'm just constantly spread thin, right? Mm-hmm. And so, for the longest time, the thought of even bringing somebody else mm-hmm. into the fold just seemed <laughs> unreal. I'm like, don't, like, don't even, like, don't waste your time. Like, just, just, just don't. Um, Said unreal. But I, I'm definitely at the point now where I feel like I can do that, okay. and I feel like. You know, most successful men, you know, got a nice, strong somebody right there, you mm-hmm. know, pushing them on and encouraging them and keeping them on track. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. There's something brewing. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Well, y'all heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, though. I appreciate you answering that. That's, that was a great response. Very honest. Yeah. Um, so, shout out to the brewing, and I hope that goes well. <laughs> So what else is coming up? Is there anything as far as shows or anything you want people to know about? Um, yeah, in terms of shows, if I, I, I got nothing. I'm Let people now. know where they can find you at. And uh, I guess if they want to hit you up for questions. Yeah, well, let's see. Um, on Facebook, it's just you know, Jamal Durr, J-A-M-A-A-L-D-U-R-R. Um, on Instagram, I am a JQ underscore artiste. On Twitter, Twitter's <laughs> hilarious, by the way. Like this, I know I'm starting to like so Twitter a lot more. Funny. I'm so glad I got back on. Um, yeah, on Twitter, I am pseudo underscore realism, and uh, my website. Hopefully, we can you know get these last few you know bells and whistles on there and have the website 
launch December 9th, but that'll be, you know, jqvisuals.us. Okay. So it'll be, you know, just my own personal artist site, mm-hmm. you know, plus, you know, places for people to shop online. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. But for y'all listening, y'all know where to find me. And anything uh, regarding this interview is going to be at AOD Media Group. We out. <laughs> hey.